Thank you, everyone, for coming. Welcome to the Silicon Slopes Conversations. We're here with Landon Taylor, who's the CEO of Best Company. How are you? Good. Thank you. Yeah, no, super excited and, uh, and humbled to be here. I know there's been amazing, smart, talented people that have sat on the stage. And uh, so just excited and humbled to be here and, and share our story. Yeah, thank you. I think you're right in that category. And a simple Google search of Best Company Utah is interesting, right? You got a sweet name. Thank you. It's yeah, awesome. Um, you want to you be at the top of that, but yes, yes. a lot of other people are. Um, let's, uh, let's hear the founding story. Yeah, so the founding story. So maybe I'll, we'll hop into the time machine for a second and go back to uh, really the common theme is, is uh, customer acquisition is one of our core competencies and, and then reviews. And so where did it start? I got into digital marketing back in 2008 uh, from a good friend that I was at the time coaching football with at, at a local high school. And we, uh, we, we started a, an affiliate marketing, an affiliate network affiliate marketing company. For those that don't know affiliate marketing, basically connect advertisers that have a, brand, have a product or a service with the publishers that send the traffic. And we just brokered that exchange. So digital marketing, 2008, 2013. In 2013, we, we merged with a company that was doing SEM consulting. So they were buying, uh, they were doing SEO, they were buying ads on Google Bing. Um, and at the time that we merged, we, we, we set a, a kind of a high-level roadmap of what we wanted to be when we grew up, and it was, it was really three things. So, so at that time, we were a lead generation business. That's what, we, that's what we were. We would generate leads for other companies. And the next phase is we wanted to then build our own properties and drive that same traffic to our own brand. And then the third phase was build a, a valuable product that, uh, you know, that, that contributed uh, to, you know, to society. And so that was a high-level roadmap. How we got there, how long, th those weren't in the details. Uh, it was more just a sequential plan. Um, and while we were running the lead generation business, and this is kind of the impetus to who we are today, there was a number of clients that, that were working with review sites. They were trying to build their brand, trying to highlight what they did well, and, and they felt like their, their brand was held ransom, right? So it, there, it was very coercive. It was more like, hey, if you do this, we'll then do that. And so brands were really frustrated. And there was a lot of pay to play. Um, it wasn't really like a trusted experience. So we saw a need that we, we, we felt like we could fill by flipping it on its head. And we wanted to create a platform that could be trusted and that was transparent, that brands could really be, they could feel good about their engagement with that platform. So in 2014, we, we launched a few review sites in individual industries. Um, quickly found that we, we were onto something. And in 2015, that's when bestcompany.com was born. And uh, the product strategy uh, was, let's create a platform that can be trusted. Um, at the core was, was, was trusted reviews, trusted information. Um, and so that's kind of how Best Company was born. Very cool. So you've seen an evolution of reviews and digital marketing and SEO, SEM. You've been kind of at the forefront of all of that. You're not going to be tricked by any newfangled ideas, I would imagine. Um, we were talking a little bit before and joking 
little bit that I uh, might be the worst person to do this interview. Um, what, what did you say, Ron Swanson? You're the Ron Swanson of our day? That's what people call me. Because um, I, uh, I don't do social media and don't do reviews and um, would never care what anyone really said about a pair of hunting boots, right? Um, so the whole thing's interesting to me, so I'll be asking questions. By the way, we're going to open it up to the audience at the end, because uh, this is an interesting industry. Um, so you're landing on what you guys think is a, is a good strategy and good methodology um, of customer reviews. So there's a product, a company that does something. They're worried that the reviews are not accurate or fluffy or mean, negative, and then nobody trusts reviews if everyone thinks that's the case. So. With what you guys are doing, there's systems in place to ensure that they're accurate. How did you guys come up with this, I guess, mini roadmap on the big roadmap of like, yeah. how do we make sure people trust that? Yeah, great, great question. So um, the, the reviews that we started to generate were, because we didn't have like an organic presence. Uh, we weren't a platform that people recognized when we first got started. So really it was started by the companies that really bought into our vision of creating a trusted platform helped to solicit those reviews from their customers. So that kind of seeded the process, kind of started the snowball falling down the mountain. And then as we, as we increased our organic footprint, um, we built product and process around, we got really, really good at generating reviews. You know, so today we can help a company generate reviews over the phone, email, text. Uh, we have a strong organic presence, so we get a lot of reviews organically. Um, and, and I think if, as you look at kind of the evolution of reviews, you know, so, so people care mostly about what others think if they can relate with that person, right? So reviews over the last number of years has been you go to Amazon, you see a thousand, you know, thousand reviews for a company or a product, and they're all kind of surface level. You don't know if that's somebody who's like you or if somebody who's completely different than you. And so I think the evolution of reviews is more quality over quantity, right? So that involves like a review turning into a video testimonial, like a, a richer asset, um, and also the data that's involved with that so that people can match and find reviews from people like them, right? And that's, you know, the stat that probably everybody knows is 92% of people, when they make a purchase decision, they consult their friends, right, or family. Um, so I think that's the evolution. Like companies here in the Valley have done a phenomenal job at pioneering like review generation and making it so easy to do. Um, the next evolution is how to turn those into, you know, really ROI driven efforts. Um, and so that, that's, that's, but we have process IP. We've gotten really good at reviews over the last number of years. And, uh, and, and that, that combined with customer acquisition, and we'll probably get into this, but that's, that to me are two key ingredients to word of mouth marketing. Yeah. And I had a kid come and do some HVAC work, and he was really great, really polite, um, fast, efficient, and he told me, I don't need this, I don't need that. I'm like, call your boss, and I'm going to tell him that you're way awesome. He's like, well, could you do this review? I'm like, no, I'll call your boss and tell you you're way awesome. He was probably trying to do something similar to that, correct? Yeah. Um, ended up calling his boss and anyways. I'm sure he loved that. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because most companies, because of the nature of what's what's out there in terms of tools and services, most companies are trained, 
especially the service companies. I've got to get reviews on Google, right? The map stack is what drives my visibility and my organic traffic, right? Which is, should definitely always be a part of the strategy. The evolution for companies is, okay, I have my two most valuable assets are my customers and my people, right? The people that, that make up the company. How do you unlock and empower those two to drive the net new business directly? So, so run with me just for a second. Companies get reviews, especially on Google if they're a local service company. They then highlight those reviews on their website, right? They social proof their business in marketing and sales collateral. And they're indirectly trying to drive new business, right? Increase the conversion rate of people who see their brand or engage with their brand. Why not if somebody's in the, in the, in the mode of sharing, right? Like, the, like you were, right? With your HVAC guy. The mode of sharing is instead of, hey, give me a review so I can indirectly get new business down the road. Garrett, if you had a good experience, tell your friends, right? There should be a linear line between reviews to referrals. That doesn't exist today, but that's what... That's what we're, we're looking to unlock. Got it. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um, so you guys identified probably some industries that were lower hanging fruit than others. Give us an example of one of your customers. What was, why did they reach out to you? Um, how do they get onboarded? What systems and tools do they use? And what's the end result? And how do you track that? Yeah, so our, our uh, target is considered purchases for home and family services. Um, there's some phenomenal companies that are unlocking word-of-mouth marketing for e-commerce brands, more transactional brands, where there's a product or something that's easy to take a picture and share. And, but an industry that we're heavily involved in is solar, right? So higher ticket, um, more considered purchase. And with that comes, you know, for those companies that are looking to acquire customers, is it's it's, it's a bloodbath online, right? Customer acquisition is very expensive. Um, and, and to compete in that world is very difficult, especially if you're a smaller company just getting started. So, so that's our targets, considered purchases for home and family services. And they have a high CAC, so customer acquisition costs that they can put towards acquiring a new customer. Um, and so we come in and say, hey, instead of, instead of swimming in this red ocean, that's very difficult, slim margins, and takes a lot of domain knowledge and capital, is, is unlock the power of your ambassadors, your customers, and your people, right? Your, your sales reps, your support reps, people who are having conversations with those customers to request reviews, to request referrals. Um, so anyway, so to answer your question, it's, it's service-based service um, and considered purchases. Gotcha. Well, we had uh, Blue Raven Solar Ben Peterson here last week. Yeah. And um, he was hinting on some of those issues, right? Um, fairly competitive market. And for a lot of folks, it might be their second biggest purchase. And there will be people on their roof. And there's permits, all of that. So it would make sense, from the angle you guys are coming from, for little Jimmy Lipper to have a good experience. And then word of mouth marketing to 10 friends, that would be a almost 100% ROI on that. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully Jimmy Lipper has a lot of friends that he can share with. Um, so you're exactly right, we love Blue Raven Solar, by the way, great company. Um, the, not only like the customer acquisition side is a bloodbath, 
But then think about it, because it's considered, it's a, it's a very important decision for a family, is the trust element that consumers have. So, so like our, our mission statement for consumers is we want to empower consumers to make confident purchase decisions for their home and family. And so in, if, if they engage with a Blue Raven Solar, somebody comes to their door, or they get in touch with them some other way, is they're going to research. They're going to look to see what do people say about Blue Raven, what do people say about their competitors, um, what, are the, what are the prices, you know, everything that's involved with it. So the trust element and social proofing element is as important as the customer acquisition mechanics, right? And so we help companies, so I talked about how we've gotten really good at helping companies get reviews and video testimonials, is I talked about the evolution of reviews being ROI-driven. So in our platform, in our product, a social media marketer or a sales rep in, in a click can turn their review or video testimonial into a rich asset and, and marketing collateral to help along that like considered or purchasing decision for those families. Um, so it's not only the customer acquisition side, but also the social proofing is super important because trust is, is what drives these people's decisions to buy. Gotcha. And uh, you got a customer, they've been onboarded and with you guys for, let's call it, six to 12 months. Um, what is your interaction with them as a customer? Are there like weekly check-ins? Is there a mutual dashboard? How are you showing that it's working? Yeah, great question. So here in the audience, we have our, our uh, director of client success, who's a phenomenal human being, Curtis Graham. Uh, and his team, they do an awesome job of white glove I mean, I, I bet you the clients that interact with him think they're the only client we have because he gives such quality service. Um, we, of course, have dashboards, um, you know, analytics that they can just go in and see themselves. But if they have any needs to, to, to unlock the value of our product, the, not only from the, the, the client success team that we have, um, but, but also just kind of how we approach it of, like, every client. We want to make sure that no client, when they look at their, you know, their... their uh, transactions and budget for the month, that they ever have any question that we're getting more value than what they're paying for. Um, so it starts with our team, and then, and then the product, of course, facilitates that as well. Um, I might catch you off guard here, but I doubt it. Um, we used you guys for Silicon Slopes Hall of Fame. And I have some gray areas in that because I wasn't involved in all of that, obviously, because of being Ron Swanson. Um, but... Uh, it came up a lot in meetings, so I don't know the entire story, but I think you guys were recommended to us in some form or another. I, we already had the relationship a little bit, um, but how did we use you guys for Hall of Fame? Yeah, it goes back to we've just gotten really good at, at generating reviews and video testimonials. And so part of the Silicon Slopes um, Awards program was, was there was a vetting process, a nomination process, and, and then for those that were nominated to choose the winner is kind of based on the reviews of people who know them, video testimonials. So a little bit adjacent to like what we do, like not you know service industry and things, but we basically leveraged our, um, our process and service, service of, or ability to generate video testimonials to, to, to help on that side of things with the awards program, which was a phenomenal, you guys did a great job. And it worked really well. Um, for anyone that was there, it worked really, really well and it was a fun night. I never thought the ball pit I did not see coming, and that was a pleasant surprise. It yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. All I know is that, like, the award winners, the nominees were all very great. Yep. And um, so thank you 
to you and your team yeah. for helping with that. Yeah, we look forward. Uh, next year, I think, will be even bigger. We look forward to doing it again, helping you guys out. Yeah. Thank you. So um, as you guys are growing the company, it involves special skill sets with folks with experience and good imaginations and very technical. Um, you guys have a great team and great culture. You've won some awards yourself. Um, as the CEO, that's probably a big part of what you're worried about. Overall philosophy and how have you built your team? Yeah, so, so my, my background is in playing, coaching, watching sports, right? Team-oriented sports. And for any good team, the contribution of its team members and how they work together makes all the difference. You can have the most talented people on the roster. If they don't work together, it won't work. And so we've, I've, I've just, that's just what I know, and that's what I've, I've you know, developed over the years. And so our culture that we design for is a contribution culture. What does that mean? Contribution culture, and maybe to, to explain this, give, give some alternatives, right? So they're really the three Cs. Um, on one side of the spectrum, you have a competition culture. People who are just worried about how they can get an upper hand. It's all about them. How can they climb the corporate, corporate ladder, right? On the other side, you have cooperation culture, groupthink. Nobody wants to ruffle anybody's feathers, and uh, nothing really gets done. In the, the bullseye is contribution culture, where it doesn't matter who is right, it matters what is right. And it's all about moving the team forward. You know, so you can see how that, that, that uh, relates to sports as well. So that's, that's what we hire for. There's been times where we don't have a role open, and if we come across somebody who has that in their, in their DNA, we hire them. We figure it out later. Um, and so, uh, you know, t team, uh, just being on a team and working with the team, there's nothing better than seeing, like, the collective efforts um, move the whole team forward. Yeah. And how big's your team? So we have 45 uh, on site, and then we have a few, uh, a kind of a contractor network, but 45. Very cool. Yeah. And uh, there's been some uh, stuff in the news with uh, Apple with uh, iOS 14, I think, yeah. um, throwing monkey wrenches at others, the others that have a lot of money as well. So it's yeah. a decent fight. Um, but I know every once in a while there's upheavals in kind of this industry of, that you operate in. Are there any you know, curveballs that you are worried about? Or have you guys built a business that can kind of roll with all the punches? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, uh, we're decently diversified. So, so the, the kind of anatomy of our business, we have two sides. We have, um, when we first started Best Company, the, the revenue model was we'd generate traffic to our website and we'd sell a referral. We'd get paid for a referral if somebody clicked or called a company that was listed. Um, and that's, that's still a, a, a part of the business. In 2020, we, we released our SaaS product. Um, so on the lead side, we're, we're still decently uh, uh, consolidated to Google, right? So we can relate with companies that come to us and say, we can't compete, right? Because we spend a lot of money with Google. Uh, we're also on Bing and Facebook and, and a number of different channels. But, so in a way, we have, but we're also fairly diversified in not only the channel mix, but also the industries that we're in. Um, so some industries do better when things turn. Some industries do worse. Um, so we've been able to kind of ebb and flow with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm impressed. You said you didn't know anything about marketing, but you dropped the iOS thing. That's why I'm, imp I'm impressed that you do that. I, I like it when uh, titans, like, throw haymakers at each other. 
It's fun to watch. It's probably not fun to be in. Um, but somebody made that strategic choice, and you don't want to cross sabers with that person. Yeah, and I, and I think what you're highlighting, Garrett, is, is with the Facebook iOS privacy stuff, the, uh, you know, Google's moving more and more towards, hey, give us the data and trust our automation, right? So it's, it's kind of a black box. Um, it just highlights the importance of unlocking word-of-mouth marketing for your brand. Because that, you know, if you're so consolidated into Facebook, for example, and one switch happens, you might be out of business. But if you, if you are really unlocking that power with your customers and your people, then you can survive anything. And, I mean, the foundation of all that is, is you've got to, of course, first care about your product and your service and your customers. If you don't, then, you know, eventually the light will shine bright enough um, on you that you, you won't be able to survive. But... If you, care about your, if you care about the quality of your product and service and then, and then plug into a system like ours that unlocks that, that, that word-of-mouth marketing with your customers and people, then, you know, you, you'll still probably tap into Google and Facebook and these other channels, but you won't be so dependent on them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Let me ask this question about word-of-mouth marketing. So over the last 130 years, John Deere Tractor uh, has probably done pretty good at that. And they've, I don't know if they had a strategy to do that. Um, but in those circles, in rural America and farming communities, um, if a farmer loves his John Deere tractor, they're going to tell everyone that wants to listen and who doesn't at the coffee shop. Um, are there companies that you guys work with or interact with that are above and beyond better at this? Maybe even starting out before they've utilized you that you kind of use as your North Star of like, all right, here's what you want. Or are you guys just like, we, we love you guys all the same, you're all doing great, and we're a big part of that. So yeah, that's the question. Like, What companies do well before or with you? Yeah, the great, great question. No, no specific name, but, but I just say if the companies on bestcompany.com who have a number of reviews, and those reviews are really solid, um, those are the companies that, one, they care about what their, what their, their service and product the value of it. And then they've systematized or put importance into how to then draw that out in, in the form of reviews or video testimonials, right? Um, so there's a number of companies that are doing that well. But it's interesting, you mentioned John Deere. You know, there's, there's a number of companies, and I think that's how most companies start. They're like, what product or service can we create that provides value, right? They're not thinking, what product or service can we create that will generate a lot of reviews, right? They just focus on value, the good companies. And then from there, we just help come in and systematize the word-of-mouth portion of that, right? So we, like I said, we work best with companies that really care about their customers. If you don't, we won't work well with you. You know, it just won't work. Um, so it's just evolved where now there's more, you know, again, you think about review generation is kind of ubiquitous now. It's super easy. There's a lot of great tools out there. The next wave is how do you leverage those reviews and those happy customers towards an ROI-driven strategy for word-of-mouth marketing. Word-of-mouth marketing has always been the best form of marketing, and we'll, that won't change, right? Um, so we help systematize that for companies. Got it. And do your new customers come in like they're just a dumpster fire, or they're already pretty good and want to get better? Yeah, the, the, the latter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, these are great companies. Again, they've, they're, some are large, some are small. I'll give you an example is... Uh, you mentioned your HVAC experience. We had, we had somebody who did a small amount of work at our home fixing some things, and, 
And at the end of the experience, it was a great experience. We loved working with them. I got a text that said, hey, please, give us a review on Google. Give us a review on Facebook. We need reviews. We need reviews. And I said, hey, we got to talk, right? You did a phenomenal job, similar to your experience. Like, you should be asking me for a referral. I probably know 10 people right now that, that would love to have this kind of service. So we showed them what we do. They signed up the next day, and they're now starting to establish their, their, their uh, presence on Best Company, generate reviews and video testimonials, and then use those to market their reputation and generate referrals. You beat me to the question, which was going to be, like, I imagine you and your team, your radar is just constantly going. If you have a good interaction, uh, if you have a fun experience, whatever it is, you'd probably be like, where's your manager? Yeah, it, it's, it, it's interesting, and I'm sure a lot of business owners can relate with this, but it's a blessing and a curse, right? The, the curse is that you're, you're driving down the freeway headed towards a family event or a jazz game or something, right? And every billboard you see, like, we could probably help those guys, yeah. right? So I, the, 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 the thing that we've learned is, is uh, and, and, and we've learned this just from great advisors and people who have given us advice, is the specialists tend to gobble up the generalists, right? So it's so easy to chase the flash in the pan, especially if you have a good, like, you're providing value. And so we've really tried to focus who is our target customer, who do we, do, who do we provide the most valuable to, value, value to, and say no, right? You're, you're, you're defined as much by what you say no to than what you say yes to. But it's been, it's been that, a curse in a way, like, Every sign I would see, I would think, okay, how can we, how can we help them, right? Yeah. That'll probably never stop, would be my guess, yeah. if you're like most CEOs. Um, all right, I have one or two more questions, and I think we'll have a microphone circulating around, so don't be shy or bashful. Get your, get your questions ready. Um, what are the next things for best company as far as products, growth? What's coming down the chute? What are you most excited about? Yeah, so I've, I've mentioned a few times the two most valuable assets being customers and a company's people. Um, so we have some products that we're, we're super pumped about that allow the people in a, in, in, within the company at the point of having a conversation with a customer to request a review and or a referral and in, in one click. And because we know customer acquisition, all the mechanics around a referral program, the tracking, the attribution, the, the, the payments, all of that in one streamlined product. You know, so really it's just get this into the hands of your people, teach them how to do it, and watch the referrals pour in. So that, those are products that are coming off the line in the coming months that we're super excited about. And then for customers, we're, we're already at the nexus of them sharing their experience, right, as a review, is drawing that linear line between a review to a referral. Right? And so giving them the ability to say, hey, if you're willing to share, this company's willing to pay you a referral fee. And in one click, they can share it. And then again, all the tracking and, and all that in one place. Gotcha. What's the most cool, crafty, innovative um, way you've seen people uh, reward those for referrals? That have, you know, is there anyone in your network? Yes. Five people. Oh, well, here's this. Any cool ideas out there? You know, we're, we're constantly trying to tap, like, what is the, the most compelling from a psychological standpoint to get people to share? I think a lot of people, if they feel like they're, if they're just sharing for the monetary benefit, they're a little bit more skittish, right? Like, people are willing to share. Um, 
if they've had a great experience and, and they just, you know, just for the, um, you know, the altruistic side of sharing. And so we're, we're still like, like we're in the lab trying to figure out what is the best combination. Uh, we're starting with just, hey, here's a referral payout. And then it's two parts, right? It's here's a, if, if you just kind of introduce me to somebody, here's, here's a, ref, a referral payout. If that person turns into a customer, here's another follow-on payout, right? And so, but, but we're still like, we're still in the lab trying to figure that out. Um, and we want to provide multiple different ways so that whoever the, whatever is most important to that customer at that time, they can pick how they share it. Yeah. Do you guys have a psychologist on the team? We don't. So it's just, you're we, all have, just... we have a lot of parents, though, yeah. who, who, who are, you know, I think parents are some of the best psychologists out there. Yeah, common sense psychology. Very cool. All right, we've got Sam with the microphone in the back. Raise your hand if you've got a question for Landon. Hi, I'm selfishly asking because I have an e-learning how to draw software company on the iPad. So I looked on your site and I just Googled apps and one came up. Are you going to be into like, what do you think is the best app for this, best app for that? Yeah, great, great question. So, so if you go to our website right now, we're, I talked about like focus. We're pretty spread out, right? We have, I think we even have a category for amusement parks of all things. So we started like pretty wide. Um, we're likely going to really hone in on those home and family services and not likely as much on um, products. Like that's not, that's not on the near-term roadmap. Um, we do feel like, like if, if, if we achieve what we, what we think we're going to achieve, that it could get to that at some point. But right now the focus is home and family services, really, really nailing that. Landon, uh Great presentation. Thanks for coming. I'm Howard Mitchell with a company called Vital Neuro, but I'm curious, you keep mentioning video testimonials. Can I ask a logistical question? How do you get decent video testimonials? Is it just a selfie and no matter how ugly it looks, uh, its utility probably diminishes with the quality? Or is it just the fact that someone's willing to put their face on a camera? Yeah, great question. There's really We, we kind of look at it as two different types. You've got a guided interview, right? It's like there's specific questions. It's a very high, high production value type, type video testimonial. And then you've got the raw, like, selfie footage. We're more on the, on the high production. So when somebody leaves a review, we give them the option to schedule an interview with one of our people. And we do a, an interview, we record it, we then put it into a, a, a produced asset video testimonial. Like a Zoom call, yep, yep, and we have, uh, you know, the, the team members who do that here, yeah, Becca, yep, we use, we use Zoom, so a lot of our team members are here, um, the, uh, so yeah, Zoom, and, uh, and then on the other side, and I, I think the raw footage, there's a place for that, even like the more raw and like ugly you mentioned that it is, sometimes the more value, right, because it's authentic, um, that works really well for like, in my opinion, of e-commerce brands, right, something you can show. Right? Hey, I just got this, and look at this. For solar, you're not going to have somebody climb on the roof and be like, hey, here's my, you know, here's my solar panel, check it out type thing. And so it's more uh, because it's considered purchase, we do the, we, we've chosen to do the more guided interviews. Hey, thank you, Landon. Appreciate you being here. Um, you mentioned this concept of um, tracking referrals, right? Now, with home services, the sales cycle, for example, can be very long. You know, it's very different than saying having an affiliate something for Amazon, for example. How do you how do you currently logistically do that? 
Yeah, great question. And, and really, this, this, that's one reason why we think a lot of service companies haven't been able to unlock that word-of-mouth marketing. So because we started with customer acquisition, we already have the ability to connect a CRM between us and a company that automates right now the feedback loop of, like, we generated a lead, a lead turned into a cell, here's the LTV of that cell. So we already have those core competencies and mechanics in place. And so we can, a company, if they generate a referral, push, put into their CRM, when it becomes a cell, automate that feedback loop. Say, okay, this is now a cell per the CRM, and, uh, and, then, and then go issue that, that payout. So instead of, think about like a, a solar rep, they ask for referrals all the time. They're writing names on paper. They're having to keep track on an Excel spreadsheet. We, we facilitate all that for them. So they can just request. Even the messaging of those referrals is in our, in, is in our product. So all of it in one hub to just streamline that for them. Um, but that's a very good point. Sometimes it's like three to six months in some industries. And so that CRM connection is one key, key component. CRM connection, that's their CRM. Their CRM. Salesforce. That's right. Yep, that's right. Thank you. Um, some of the more traditional review sites like a Yelp or something feel like um, they could do more damage to your brand sometimes, especially as a startup company. Um, as a startup company, would you recommend avoiding maybe some of those traditional, like don't even create the account initially until you get some traction or what's your perspective on some of those? Yeah, sites? good Good question. Because, yeah, you know, when you're a startup, you're still trying to figure things out. You might misstep, but not intentionally, right? So, so there's probably a time where you feel like, okay, we've got things buttoned up, like our client success is dialed in. And, um, but in terms of where to invest your energy and resources in establishing your reputation, make sure it's not a coercive business model that, that you're working with, right? And I'm, I'm not saying Yelp is, but there's some review sites that they get you in, and then it's really, it's really a, hey, if, if you do this, we'll, we'll do that type thing. Um, you know, th there's a balance, like, to be a reputable, trusted platform, like, we have to balance the, the uh, you know, the, the quality and authenticity of the review. So we can't just be on the side of the companies. Um, if anything, we lean more towards the consumers. Um, but we want companies, like, we want to shine a light. We want the cream to rise at the top, right? And so if there's disputes, we have a dispute system. Um, if there's issues they have, we help kind of moderate that, you know, that, that process. So I know that's not like a surefire answer, but like probably a timing thing of when you feel like things are buttoned up. And then uh, just make sure that they don't have a course of business model and they're going to work with you. I, I got to ask a question. This is my brother, by the way. So proud of you, Landon. Thanks for um, coming. What has been, this is just a simple question, but it's kind of a difficult one too. What has been your biggest challenge that you've faced with Best Company that you've noticed? Yeah, biggest challenge. Um, you know, because when we set out to build the platform, it was pretty clear how to, how to best monetize a review site, right? So some of our competitors pay to play. We, we even have, I'll tell you a brief story. We, early on, this is like 2015, our run rate, run rate was like $3 million in annual revenue. And we had a company come to us and said, hey, we want to buy the top spot on your site. And here's a million-dollar check. So think about it for a minute. We're, we're, just, we're just trying to be profitable. We're just trying to grow. And because at that time we wanted to make sure our platform could be trusted, reviews were real, 
any scoring that we provided or ranking that we provided that was tied to those scores couldn't be bought. We said no. They said, here's a million five. And so continuing to stay true to that, um, so the organic rankings on our site are all driven by a, an algorithm that we've created, and it's all centered on their reviews. Um, so, so just kind of fighting against the, the, hey, everybody else is doing this, so let's do that. Um, you know, we're, we're not like, like they're still, we still generate leads, right, for companies, um, but we're not on the side of, hey, you can come in and just buy, you can buy a ranking, or you can, you can suppress negative reviews, right, type thing. Um, so that's been, that's been one. Cool. Um, and you've offered to kindly stick around if those two timid or bashful or didn't get to your questions to hang out and people can come talk to you for a minute. Thank you so much, Landon. Appreciate you taking the time. And uh, I learned a lot. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Garrett. You're Thank great. you. Thank you. Thank you.